Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about monthly traditions. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hello, and welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where I'm going to be talking about monthly traditions today. But just to recap the last two days, we are in Traditions Week And if you've missed out on Monday's episode, we talked about daily traditions and I shared one of my favorites. Uh, We just talked yesterday about weekly traditions and I talked about one of my favorites uh, there. So you may want to go back and and listen. But today I'm going to be talking about monthly traditions. And it doesn't need to be every month that these things happen. Because we will get into those things that we call yearly traditions tomorrow. But there are certain months that certain things happen, correct? Um, and, you know, it could be a holiday, it could be a birthday, it could be anything, but a monthly tradition for me and something that we've done, it, it doesn't happen every single month. But my, my boys at this point, and I can't, can't wait till the little one really gets into it, but, uh, I prepare for a presentation that my kids do with me. And, uh, or my son does with me at this point. And we do this presentation six times a year. And we happen to do them during the school year because we do them at the school. And one of the cool things about this tradition is the number one fear in the world, for those of you who may not know, is the fear of public speaking. Now, uh, all of us publicly speak, probably one-on-one in public and things, but people have a natural fear of being in front of a group of people and being judged. And um, that is a very real fear for many people to get up in front of a, a room of people and people be judging them. Uh, I have overcome that fear. Uh, as you could see by having a podcast and having you listen to this and, and many, many others. Um but getting up on stage in front of live people is really difficult for people. It's easy for me to talk into a microphone here uh, or, or even into a camera. As some of you may or may not know, these are actually on YouTube also uh, at Be The Dad You Wish You Had. Um, I like to record them in video and then we just strip the audio for... So I don't have a problem being in front of a camera. I don't have a problem being in front of an audience. But I also would love that skill to be a skill that my children have. And for the last three years, my son has gotten up up on stage with me on a monthly basis, six times a year. It's almost like bi-monthly where he gets up and he gets the crowd going for me. He has his lines. He says his things. And this it's not only that there's preparation in a presentation and he sits there early in the week with me and we go over what it is that i need him to do and we practice and we laugh and even when he gets up on stage he does it but you could still see there's a little fear and he pushes through that fear that's kind of a monthly tradition that we have but in addition to that monthly tradition What else is it that you or I 
could do on a monthly basis. It could be the first Friday or the first Thursday of every month that you go and serve the homeless. That actually has become a tradition in our family that once a month we go and serve at some level so that he sees that we're giving back number one and that he sees uh, that he has a pretty good life and that not everybody is as blessed. So because we are blessed, we get to pour back into the community in various ways. Uh, at this point, to be transparent and honest, it, it's, it's uh, as I'm involved in certain things and my wife's involved in certain things, it's almost become a daily routine. But I have promised him, and, and I'm just going to share this, you know, it, it used to be a monthly routine, and then we just got more involved in the community. And now it's really a daily thing going on at, at the house. But I promised him that this would be the last year that we dedicate this much time outside of our own family. But it was important for us and is important for us to give back. We just won't give back at such a high level because it, it literally is taking away from some of that intimate time. But it's for a greater cause. So, but we have those conversations. And those conversations happen, like I said, in, in daily, it, in, in, the first week, the first episode of this week, which is Monday, which was daily routines, it happens at daddy talk time. We have those real life, intimate, real conversations about, hey, how is this affecting you? You know, daddy's been busy with this, that, and the other. Mommy's been this busy with this, that, and the other. How is it affecting you? And he says, ah, eh, it's okay. I miss, I, I miss doing this or I miss doing that. And I say, well, thank you for telling me. And because of that daily tradition, that daily routine, I get to get the inner depths of what's really going on with him emotionally in regards to how much time he's getting from his parents. So, and I have to listen and I tell him I'm listening and I say, what can I do to make that up to you? And he comes up with the silliest things and we do them. I mean, he's like, can, can we just go to Dairy Queen and have a blizzard? When do you want to do that? Well, I know it's in the middle of the week. Can we do it on the weekend? Yep, we can do that. Sounds like a plan to me. Let's do that. So listen to your kids, but have those monthly traditions, have those weekly traditions, have those daily traditions. And listen, I don't know jack about parenting. I just know that having real conversations and real connection to your children develops that, what I said in the first two episodes, it develops that sense of love. They feel loved and then they feel as though uh, and once they feel loved and they feel safe, right? We create an environment where they know they're hurt. If they, they hurt, we pick them up. If they're, they got a scratch, we put a bandaid on it. If they're feeling emotional that they could come and, and, and ask for a hug and get a hug and, in a real life discussion and they know that they're feeling heard and their emotional needs are being met, those things happen through these traditions. When, when you give back to the community, you have conversations about that. Real life conversations. When you get up on stage and do a presentation and you prepare and do it 10 times over, there's real life connection there. We're practicing together. Uh, when, when we are doing those weekly things and having movie night and falling asleep, there's connection, but there's the making of the brownies and the ordering of the pizza and going and picking up the pizza. We don't have it delivered. It's on the other side of town. It's our favorite spot. We go and get it. 
And when we have that nightly routine of, of really connection, this all builds up into a kid feeling loved, your kids, my kids, and secure. And that's what these traditions are all about. Knowing what's coming up next. We'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, at bethedadyouwishyouhad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to bethedadyouwishyouhad.com now and get it while it's free.